This episode of Hit the Lights is brought to you in partnership with Sparks. Sparks is the only magazine for UK electrical students and apprentices and also helps support the next generation through annual competitions such as Sparks Learner of the Year and new for 2023 Sparks Female Skills Competition. Check out Sparks' Instagram at Sparks Magazine UK to learn more and for a one-stop page for all news, memes and more from the electrical industry. Welcome to another edition of Hit the Lights podcast. I've got a very special guest with me today. I've got Susie Blakely Monk. How are we doing? I'm not bad. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. I suppose before we uh, get too deep into the conversation, people might not know you as your full proper name. What's what's your um, social media handle again? Uh, my social media handle is Princess Spark. Right. OK, so people might more commonly recognise you under that pseudonym, shall we say? Yes. So, uh, so um, how are you? How are things? Are you um, busy at the moment? It is mental at the moment. Um, it just can't keep up with everything. Yeah, you're being run ragged. Oh, m- massively. <laughs> I suppose in these, let's say, economical uncertain times, that's always a, it's always a bonus, isn't it, to be extra busy? But then you've got the ones that want you doing the job by the end of the week and you're like, well, I can't do anything till like four weeks time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I suppose a full diary is uh, has to be managed, doesn't it? Oh, yes. So tell me a little bit about how you got into the world of electrics. Well, I've always been fascinated by it ever since I was a child. Uh, my dad's an electrician, uh, so I've always seen him making things and working on things and when I was 14 I went and did some summer work with him Um, so I started doing summer jobs or school holidays I was working with him Mm -hmm. Um, then I went off to do performing arts because I wanted to do that I wanted to be a performer on the west end all that jazz literally Um, and then while I was at university studying it I got into doing like the sound and lighting side of it Mm. Um, and when I looked at there was a new theatre opening near me so I looked at jobs and I needed an electrical qualification so I sort of had a conversation with my dad um, who I refer to as boss man on social media right and I went and got my uh, electrical qualifications and I've been officially doing it now, I think, seven years. Right, OK. So you, yeah. you never you never went back? You never looked back at the, the drama side of things? No, I do it sort of uh, voluntarily uh, in my spare time. I run a small summer school um, and I also do the technical for a pantomime and an amateur dramatics group. So I still do it. I'm still involved. But after the last two years, I don't think I really want to because right, I've okay. been in a job. <laughs> yeah. So 
Yeah, that's that's very true. It's not um, necessarily, um, I'm going to say recession proof, but probably pandemic proof is probably the, the yeah. bigger one there, isn't it? Um, so you're still involved with doing some of the, the lighting for theatre and bits and pieces then? Yeah, yeah. I've just We just had our first meeting last night to do a, a musical, hopefully in Easter. Um, so that's that's going to be quite a big one, and then we're doing a panto in November. All right, okay, that's really interesting because obviously we all take it for granted when you're sitting watching a show that it's all coordinated. What what are some of the challenges you face doing theatre lighting? Um, it's getting it right. I know that <laughs> sounds cliche, but you can't. Sometimes you have to do it blind. So you don't have anybody on stage. So you just have to do it and then you have to adjust it when you've got the people on stage. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I remember one year um, we were doing a charity show and we had a, a dance school coming in and I sort of made up some lights just randomly. And she came up to me and said, um, that light, because they weren't in the costumes for the dress in the afternoon. Mm. She said, uh, that light's actually going to clash with their dresses. So I had to change it all around. Oh, a million sequins, like glitter balls. Oh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. All right, OK. Is is a lot of it automated then? Because obviously when you kind of see the, I suppose, the bigger productions maybe um, up in the, like the West End and stuff like that, it comes across like it's fairly automated. Yeah, in, in the bigger uh, theatres, they do have an automated system. Um, my lighting desk, I can do an automated system, but I don't trust it. <laughs> I'd rather manually change it. And it's so much fun, when you, especially when you get to play with them. Yeah, <laughs> put the spotlight somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> that's, now, that's really interesting. So, I mean, that's quite a, a quite a development then. So when you went off and, and sought your uh, qualifications, how did you get the on-the-job training? Through Dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he took you on, did he? Yeah, he's taken me on and I've stayed with him ever since. Um, we did look at me going and working for other companies, but my dad's got such a high standard that he knew the other companies and he wouldn't want me to go and get bad habits from them. Right. So he'd rather me stay with him and I know that I was being treated properly mm. uh, because having experienced some of the other trades within the area or the other companies within the area they are still reluctant to girls really yeah right okay um, there is not many of us in my area I'm, mm. I'm in north wales and as far as i know i think there's about four of us maybe maybe a few more but the ones that i know of there's only about four in the whole of north wales female tradies right. um so it is really, really difficult. And when you're getting all sorts of comments thrown at you in the wholesalers of all places, mm. you know, sometimes I just let it wash over. Sometimes I show off. Sometimes dad does step in. Mm. So not because I'm his daughter, I'm his baby girl. It's because I'm there to do my job. I'm not there. To be treated like we're in the 1950s no yeah definitely so in terms of uh, working with your dad then did you find there was any did you have a conversation of 
look, we've got to we've got to make this work on, for, for both of us, or you just get on like a house on fire. It was never a debate. We just get on like a house on fire. Sometimes we stand there and we can work out what each other are thinking. Yeah. We also, my dad's a massive joker. He was a prankster in school. So we're always ripping at each other. We're always taking the mick. Um, the other day he got me a cracker. Oh, I could have killed him. The lady in the house thought I'd got an electric shock. I screamed that loudly. Oh, really? <laughs> we're doing down lights. And because I've got small hands, I can fit my hand through the holes of the, where the down lights are going. And I was feeding a cable and it wasn't quite going through. So dad went to grab it, but he didn't grab the cable. He grabbed my hand. I didn't know he was there. <laughs> I nearly fell off the ladder. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's not good doing that at height. <laughs> no, but um, but it's, we just throw banter at each other. The one day someone thought we were having an argument in the van. I was like, no, we're just throwing banter at each other. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, do you, is it predominantly domestic work then that you kind of do with your dad or do you do anything outside commercially or? We do, we do mainly domestic, but we do do a bit of commercial. We do some bits in uh, care homes um, and uh, schools, not very much, a couple of offices, not massively, mainly domestic. Mm. What were some of the challenges that you're finding working domestically then? Um, I think it's if we're having to switch power off, um, that sometimes they're a bit funny about switching it off or, you know, we, we do warn them. We say, oh, we've got to switch the power off. We're like, oh, how long is it going to be off for? It's like, however long it takes me to do this job. I don't know what I'm going to find when I take something off. Yeah. Um, but it's also sometimes getting into places uh because they're not happy about you being there sometimes um if, yeah it's really hard to explain how it is sometimes because you don't want to make them feel uncomfortable i know that being a, a female sometimes helps uh if it's uh, a lady living on their own um mm. but uh, sometimes they're just reluctant to let you in <laughs> at all <laughs> at all yeah. Uh, yeah so it we've not come across many issues um just it's just the odd few yeah really but i think the other problem we've got is there are a lot of big um let's say diy shops that are selling consumer units and things like that so they can find out the price of things, which doesn't help us at all. Yeah, no, it's been quite an issue for a long time, isn't it? Without, I suppose, yeah. naming too many names. But um, I mean, how, how do you kind of negate those sorts of conversations with the clients? Um, it, what, what we say is you can you can buy it. Yeah, go ahead and buy it. But it's not covered on our warranty. You have no warranty with us. So if anything goes wrong you're going to have to pay for it basically mm. i mean that's yeah. probably the, the the smartest move isn't it yeah like you yeah. say I, I always kind of challenge as well the compliance of things you know if somebody's saying i want to use x down light well that's not fire rated you know i'll i'll bat it away until you get one that's right sort of thing yeah we had we had one lady her husband who 
passed away a few years before had bought a new Kashumi unit, but it was before they changed to metal, so it was all plastic, and we're like, we can't put that in. We're sorry. <laughs> Yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? And yeah, yeah, you can imagine they're upset they've lost that cash. Yeah. So what what's some of the things you enjoy about being an electrician? I think it's getting to do different things, try new products. I love trying new products. Um, I like to write reviews on stuff that I've tried. So I've got a notebook that I carry with me and I write the pros and cons in and then I write a review on uh, WordPress and share it to my social media. Um, so I like looking at new products, trying new light fittings. Um, I just like upgrading things as well. I like going from the old to the new. So things like that. What's the best product then that you've, let's say the last 12 months, so it's recent memory, but what's, what's your favourite product you've tried? Uh, my favourite product I've tried, and he's going to love me for promoting him, is uh, the Quickwire Downlights. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm... So have you seen the Quickwire connectors that you can get? I have, yeah. Yeah, so it's them, but it's got a, a T connector on the end of it, so you can unplug them so if you've got a paint you can take them down and unplug them okay yeah no that's uh that's pretty good obviously they've been fairly prominent um commercially because i remember using a similar sort of um connector in the past when doing mass office lighting and stuff like that so it's good to see that the domestic market is now you know because they're great for maintenance aren't they and, oh, like you say fantastic we had a job where we, we we couldn't quite get a junction box in um but we got one of these quick wires in and it was so quick and so simple i uh, i'd like doing like the um videos of me installing things so i thought right i'm going to do a real-time video of me installing one of the quick wire down lights one minute 23 seconds it takes me to do one of them and mm. it takes nearly three minutes to do an, another downlighter that you've got all the connections to do up on. So it's a considerable time saving. Oh, Even, yeah. You know, certainly, okay, I mean, one downlight, it's not really a great saving, is it? But if you were going to yeah. do 20, 30 in a property, um, yeah, exactly. you know, that, that soon adds up to a couple of hours, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. What What's um, some of your aspirations then for the, for the future? See, I've been asked this a lot recently. And to be honest, I'm not really sure. I think it's more getting more females into the industry, I think. Um, I did, before lockdown, I started doing uh, presentations, promoting uh, females in the trade and things like that, um, and women in construction, all that jazz. And sadly, COVID put a stop to all my plans. Um, mm. because I'm planning if possible and I've got to start looking at contacting them now but going into schools mm. um, and talking to students who are in year eight year nine who aren't sure what they want to do whether they want to go to a trade whether they want to be academic um, I know I have spoken to Sparks magazine they're gonna help me sort of get on track with that as well I just want to try and get more 
women into the industry because it's not just a male industry it's a female industry as well we can be just as good as the men it's great um, no yeah no, no definitely I did see a statistic recently I think it was only like two and a half percent of of all women in construction are actually trades yeah so um, it, and it's only, astonishingly low yeah only one percent of the female in the females in the industry are actually on the tools. Mm. Only one percent. There's thirteen percent of women are in the construction industry, but only one percent are actually on the tools. It's like two and a half percent are working in construction, but they're not actually on the tools. Mm. Yeah, it's it's horrifically low, isn't it? So how yeah. how do you how do you go about inspiring a classroom of, of young women then to want to take up the trade well i i'm in the process of building it all up and making sure it's right for the classroom um but i show them videos of what i do i show them i give them opportunities to try and do things like i have got a snap circuit set so they can uh, try and make up circuits themselves so just giving them a bit of a, a taster of what they can do, showing them that you can do it even if the boys tease you about it. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, it is sad, like you were kind of alluding to, that, that there is still a, a stigma associated with it. What what do you think we can do to help remove that, that stigma? Just treat us girls like we're one of the guys not treat us like girls um yes sometimes we do need a bit of help but telling us to go make a cup of tea because we're the girl or could uh saying that we belong in a kitchen make me a sandwich you know things like that are still being said now i got that i got told that the other day are you here to make the sandwiches no i'm here to change your fuse board mate but yeah, it's we just need to change how we treat women, sort of thing, when they're coming into the uh, industry. Encourage them and not put them down. I think is the biggest word. Encourage, because a lot of um, guys tend to put women down. I know I have had to remove a few off my social media because they are putting women down, and I'm like, no, 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 I'm not having that. I'm not seeing that. So I just remove them. But I sort of then I put an encouraging women in trades post. So, yeah. I mean, obviously, like you say, social media can be used for yeah. good. Are, are you kind of utilising that as a, as a tool to promote? Yeah. Um, when I was going for my AM2, my uh, assessor, from college said oh why don't you start up a Facebook page or an Instagram page so we can follow your journey I thought well, do you know what that's actually a really good idea it did take me and uh, dad a bit of a while to decide what my name was but then it sort of fell into place um, but um, yeah I sort of always I'm always there showing females on the tools not just me like from the past you know and things like that and just finding different things to show that we can do what the boys do 
hundred percent. There's nothing you you shouldn't be able to do. It's uh it's very old. I'm thinking, isn't it? Oh yes. So what what's some of the um activities you're kind of getting involved with on the day to day? Are you as your dad started the process of delegating a bit more to yourself? Are you able to get involved with the quotations and bits and pieces? Yeah, yeah, we're slowly, slowly working on that. If I go and do a small job on my own, I will go back to the office and do the uh, invoice for that job. So because I know what I've used uh, on the job, things like that. Um, He uh, sent me to do an inspection yesterday. I was cursing him because it was huge. (laughs) Saying that. I saying that he sent me, I said, I said, oh, I'll go and do it. It was a holiday home. So I thought, it's only a small one. Oh, no, he only tells me just before I'm leaving yesterday that it's massive. It's a hotel. It, was, <laughs> it could be. But what it was, it was um, two buildings. It was a shop and then it was a house. But they've knocked it into one. So there was five consumer units. Right. Two of which I have no idea what they're supplying. There was about ten bedrooms altogether. That's quite a lot for one person to undertake. <laughs> yeah, and there was downlighters in nearly every room. In rooms there wasn't downlighters, it was a massive fancy metal fitting, and I'm thinking Okay, so it like got to half past three and I'm just finishing this one board and then the owner arrives so I was like oh do you know what I'll use this opportunity and I'll head off now (laughs) so I don't disturb (laughs) her with what she's doing but we need to go back and sort out some outside lights anyway so um but I've done about 70% of it but no we are delegating jobs now like the one day I dropped him off at a job with all the bits he needs and I went off and did a couple of other jobs locally so yeah starting to go out on my own a little bit are you looking at um apprentices or anything like that to help support your work because obviously that probably is a is a great one for an apprentice to go around knocking on all the doors (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh i'm not sure yet i haven't really uh discussed that with uh with nick yet it but it is something i would like i would like to train an apprentice um, my only worry is that sometimes the boys don't like being told what to do by girls. So, uh, yeah, it's it's one of them. Hopefully, if you have obviously someone young, a little bit more modern thinking, it shouldn't be an issue. Well, you say that. <laughs> <laughs> I was the only girl on my course when I started it seven years ago, I think it was now. And... Uh, Let's just say I think I had one friend uh, because all the others didn't want to talk to me because I was a girl. Yeah. It's um, it's playground antics, isn't it, really? Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm I, sure. used to, I used to show them up half the time. It was it was quite funny. But because I'd already had the experience on site, whereas most of them hadn't, I was always able to pick things out so I think that didn't help either 
<laughs> yeah, but oh, I mean, whoever's top of the class, to be fair, isn't um, isn't anybody's friend. <laughs> no. No. I, I mean, I can remember from my own experience being slightly older than probably three, four years older than most of the, the say, the young teenagers who were sat in the room and you do end up just sitting at the front quietly alone. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, um, I was. I was I was older than most of them. Uh, there were some that were older than me, which they weren't too bad, but there were a lot of teenagers there. Um, I can't remember how old I was. About 22, 23 when I started. Mm. So it's like I was one of the older ones and they just, just didn't get it. Yeah, no, it, it can take. I'm sure the industry is moving that way, certainly on the, the big construction that I'm seeing, you know, um, w- women are being more significantly hired and, and in uh, part of the project, you know, at site manager level, at construction level, at, you know, all variety of levels on, on certainly on the project I'm on, you know, it, it's progressing. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it just, is progressing. It's just slow. Well, how do you manage your like professional development and stuff like that? Do you find you manage to find time to fit that in amongst all the other activities and business that you've got kind of got going on? I do. I I've always I am big on learning new things. So anything new, I'm keen to get in there and have a look at. I love doing the eFix CPDs. I think they're fab. Um, I'm also currently working through the ACO Expert Training Installer um, okay. app they've got, which is really, really helpful if you do um, uh, smoke detection in domestic properties um, or HMO properties. It's really, really good, really useful. Um, so I'm always doing that, but I'm always looking out for new technology. Um, Nick calls me his little smart guru. That's one of my names is one of his smart gurus because I'm the one that looks at the new technologies coming out, what new things are coming in, what new things we can try. Like when we go to um, Elect, I'm always there looking for new technology. Uh, I mm. love it when we go to uh, the likes of Skolmore with their smart home system. I love looking at things like that. I want to try and get some of their Wi-Fi sockets so you can turn them off. <laughs> I want to have a play with them um but it's like we keep saying we want to try and set up some of these things like a google nest so we can sort of learn how to use it from home Mm. uh, before we get on site that's what i always try and do is i try and familiarize myself with these things before we go on site so that we're not there for longer than we need to be yeah and i think that's probably one thing that customers won't necessarily take appreciation to because they will see a prompt finished job quite quick yeah um and they won't appreciate necessarily that yeah you've you've spent an hour or two fiddling with it at at home to make sure it's uh it's working with on time we had it unfortunately a few weeks ago i um got covid for the second time and boss man was really gutted because i was supposed to go and help him set up a google nest thermostat thing and I actually was trapped in my living room feeling grim looking like death and I and he video called me because he couldn't get something working Mm. and then the customer appeared behind him I'm thinking oh god (laughs) (laughs) but you know even even then we saw if he if I'm not with him and he's not sure how to do it 
will phone each other. So, but yeah. he, still, he, he got it working eventually. He just got it set up wrong. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, that's another bonus of technology nowadays, isn't it? That we can all yeah. be uh, communicating all the time. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's been really interesting chatting with you and getting your your take and perspective on things. I do have one final question for you, though, and that's what you, what's your favourite movie? You see, this is a question I've been uh, worrying about because I've heard it at the end of all the other podcasts that we've done <laughs> that I've heard. Now, everyone that I've heard so far, it's like a normal sort of movie. Now, mine is actually a Disney movie because okay. I'm a massive Disney nerd and it's Brave. Brave, yeah, I like I like Brave. I can see why oh. you'd like Brave. For anyone who, who can't see Susie, obviously flaming red hair. <laughs> <laughs> I very, actually, very... I actually dress up as a version of Merida. Merida, that's the name. I couldn't yeah. think of it, um, but yeah, no, definitely, I can I can understand why you pick her. She's a a bolshy young woman who um, doesn't want to take her place <laughs> on the exactly. Is it the Scottish royal family or something like yeah. that, isn't it? I, I can yeah. vaguely kind of remember it. Um, but yeah, it was, no, that's a... Yeah, yeah, it's one of my favourite films. No, that's a great choice. But it's been um, fantastic speaking with you, so uh, thank you very much again. Oh, thank you for having me. And thank you, everyone, for listening.